Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the Premier Room podcast episode number 115. We have a full house tonight with Enda Tracy from the north, Stephen Cronin from the south and Sean Smith from the mid. Uh, I myself is Kevin Ryan also from the south. We'll gloss over some of the preliminary quarterfinals at the weekend where it was definitely a bad weekend for the south with three teams exiting the championship. But we have plenty to look forward this weekend's with quarterfinal. It's probably one of the best weekends of the year in Harlan, and it all begins on Friday night in the stadium with Friday night lights. And uh, that's probably, aside from SARS, maybe many people have killed Dangan down as the favourites for the championship. Bit of a test though here against Holy Cross. Uh, thoughts on this one? Yeah, well, look, yeah, you have clear favourites in Kildangan for this one. Like we've, they've been there, thereabouts over the last. Jesus, last decade, like they're getting to semi-finals and finals fairly regular, so they've good experience of playing these games up against the Holy Cross team. That you know they're firmly in bonus territory. You know they were they'll be disappointed that they only squeaked through uh, by virtue of this new uh, this new three-way tie system in the groups. So they're very poor against Temple Derry, with the exception of uh, Dara Woods, who hurled really well. Um, so they'll have a point to prove. But look, they're in bonus territory. It's their first quarter final since uh, 2004. Um, so it's a, it's a fair gap for a club like Holy Cross, 19 years. So they'll want to be given a good account of themselves. 
Um, Kiladagan, look, for me, they're the favourites for the county at this minute. Um, they're just the, the more rounded team out of everyone that's left in it. Um, they've been inconsistent this year, but when they click, they're, they're very hard to stop. They're definitely the best, best team in the county when they're, when they're in top form. So it's hard to see past Kiladagan, but as I say, Holy Cross, they'll have nothing to lose going into the game. And if like Sadara Woods and Barrett and Brian O'Mara heard well, You'd never know, but um, the one thing they won't want to happen is getting a clipping in the stadium and then having to look at the other matches over the whole weekend. Um, they'd want to give a good account of themselves, but it's it'll be a killer dang and win pull, pulling up, if I'm being honest. On Friday night lights, that's, um, I suppose, from a spectator perspective, you know, I think it's great. Um, what are your thoughts on that? That you know, the be you know, extending the into the Friday, the players will like it or. Um. Well, I'll I'll take that one. There, we played two championship rounds this year on uh, on a Friday night. Um, nearly wasn't on the lights, but um, the Friday night games are I I think they're brilliant. Brilliant playing. You're not waiting all weekend for your game. You know, you're in work all week, so the week goes fast enough. Out of work, you're up. You play your game. Um, and from a player's perspective, anyway, from my point of view, and from talking to the few lads that few teammates. Friday night, uh, Friday games are brilliant, um, and from I suppose a supporter's point of view, it gives you something to look forward to at the end of the week as well before you hit the weekend. I think it's a, I think it's a great idea, and hopefully there's more to come uh, in the coming years. You'll get people talking, I think, about the weekend. I suppose Friday, and we are, we also talk about the relegation there as well. Stephen, I suppose we'll move on to the end of, end of the team in the quarter final after this, but the goalkeepers' union with own Kelly. I don't know if you saw the goal there, arguably the crucial score against Clenelty there. Um made a couple of very good saves in the second half, but uh might have gave him kind of might have gave Clenelty up one one handy enough there on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Look, I suppose being part of the goalies union now it's hard to be overly critical of of, uh, of goalies now and especially lads that are used to playing out the field because you could see it he wanted to attack the ball. It's just second nature to him. Wanted to push I suppose uh, a a normal goalie, uh, a natural goalie would have stayed on that line, and it probably would have been a save, you know. And well, it was a rocket anyway. He might not have entered yeah, it as a goalie there, but it was a rocket. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the angle it was at and everything, you know, and it was, you know, I I think he 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 made the decision for the the attacker there by coming off the line a bit too early. But look, these things happen. I I I think whether that goal went in or not, uh, Knolty were just a better team. You know, they they were just just that little bit stronger all over the field, that little bit ahead, you know, and I suppose with Conor Whelan not being available to start with over over the illness there the last couple of weeks, it kinda it took from the team, the starting team especially. And then when he did it when he did come onto the field, it was at the expense of Paul Corn, which would have been another huge another big player for him going off the field. So but um yeah, look, Knolty deserved deserved a win and I think you know, Mullahone, they were they were brilliant themselves, and, and you know, Mikey O'Shea and all hitting up big scores again. You know, but they were just they were they were just second best throughout the throughout the game. And um, uh, look, um, they had they had the massive win against Nina the previous weekend, and they, you know they upset a lot of people. Oh, Kelly upset a lot of people himself. Like, but um, then you have days like the Clonty day. Like, it, it wasn't his strongest game in goal for him you know the pockets were a little bit they were a little bit uh i won't say dodgy but they put a put these 
but he's um back man under severe pressure at times and it probably created a little bit of nervousness in the back line. But um yeah, look, Mulholland be extremely disappointed of the weekend, but they'd be very happy with the year they had they were written off, they were written off by us, you know, and they were they'd be happy enough now to to say we told you so <laughs> when the dust has settled in a few weeks. Yeah, I I think I know you're saying we're clearly the better team, but geez, Mulholland coming down the straight, their shooting was a bit more accurate, especially from the a few kind of long pot shots I think they were well in the mix in that game they might leave a bit frustrated again might have been a great opportunity for them to get to quarter final but um, yeah I agree what, what let you say that maybe at the start of the year they would have took it yeah yeah. look and I suppose we can't forget the Knolte had a few poor wides as well themselves in the, in the in the first half and was it young Ferncombe probably could have wrapped it up with the goal chance there that she hit straight at the keeper you know that was for me. That was game over with some time to go. Like at that stage, but yeah, look again. I think had Connor started and been fully fit, and Paul Corn didn't have to go off injured, you know the the game could have turned a different way. Like you know because they're they're some big players for him, and anyone that has to start with the like of them on the bench or take off, uh, the like of Paul Corn that they're going to be on the back foot a bit, you know there's probably. Look, I I'd say a quarter final would have would probably have been a step too far from Mullinahone. Um, although they've had it, they they've had a a great year at, at in the Dan Breen. You know, many people's favourites probably to finish bottom of the group. Yeah, and I think you know Jack Shelley and Mike O'Shea have had definitely two outstanding years in the forwards as well. When you do worry for him, I suppose replacing on Kelly all those scoring threats, but those two lads have definitely stepped up and hit a new level. I'd say so. You know, we could have been. Fearing from on the horn, I think a bit in in the in the south, especially having a senior team up there. But I think they are building a very nice team there. Yeah, yeah, and and you know our credit to Jack Shelley. Um, he's the player manager. I think he's after doing his crucial two or three times, and to be hurling at that level, to be doing what he's doing, I think is absolutely brilliant. Um, Mikey O'Shea was uh, highly rated for a long time, you know, since he since his minor days, and I think this year he's really really stepping up to us with uh, the consistency. You know, he probably could have been a little bit in, inconsistent uh, 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 last year or two, but the consistency this year has been brilliant. And the, the scores, the scores he's been getting, he's not relying on, he's not relying on size. He's not relying on blister and pace. He, he He's just, it's ability, you know, it's a step bang over the bar and, you know, and he's, he, he's, he's a great man to take a goal chance when it, when it comes his way. So, you know, they'll be, They'll be all right for another few years. Mm. Oh, just yeah. one thing there in Knowles, I think we're saying it there over the last of pause, like member and four is probably struggling with scores, like they kind of line and work for that or scores, but against Mullinahone, like Robert Lyle still about five points there full forward. And like the multiple lads are two or three points each as well, which you know we said they need to be up in it when they get to this stage, and that's what it did. Like, you know, just had enough then in the tank then to see it out. Definitely, yeah, Robbie Doyle caused absolute havoc in there, didn't he? With the, yeah. with the pace and, and I suppose his work rate. Um, Jack Ryan as well. Jeez, uh, what you know? What a size! What a specimen of a lad, as Joe, as Joe Bradley would say. Like you know, kind of. But you know, they have to. They have to go, turn around now. Go, go again. They have the week break. Um, this is going to be, I think, a cracker of a quarter final. Penalty. You don't know what to make them if they lose this next Sunday or they're going into relegation. But I think the manner in that win versus um on the horn. And are uh, you worried up north with Toom? Just the, uh, this is probably the the hardest one of the quarterfinals to call, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be tight one way or the other. I, 
last few years with us, we've been just so so inconsistent. We put in a good performance and then go out the next day and stink it out of it. I think particularly in knockout games, we've got the quarterfinals the last few years and we haven't played well last year, included against Killer One. Still only ended up two points away from them. Um, I'm still <laughs> made even more sickening by the fact they went on and won the thing out. But um, we have had a bit of consistency this year. We played what we we played reasonably well in the three matches, won them all. Um, and I think if we hurl well, we can win this game. But you know, it's all on the day. And when you're playing a sticky team like Nolte, who have a habit of uh, making things difficult for teams, you know, they, even last year as a case in point. Uh, and Turles and Holy Cross, and you would have half expected Turles to, to be winning that game, but just made it a nightmare for Turles on the day, just really dogged and then leaked it out. Um, but probably even with Robert Dyle scoring the five points, like I don't know if he's going to if that's going to be his uh his his score entirely most days out. He's still not natural looking. He caught, I don't know who was on him, but he caused him awful hassle. And it was just one of those days where your man couldn't get to grips with him. But um we should have Andrew Ryan on him and Andrew's Plenty experienced full back there. He won't, he won't be letting Robert Doyle bully him around the field. And so you'd be hoping that will be in the back line. Will probably be safe enough, but it's a matter of if we can score enough. And Darren McCarthy's hurling right well. He's been a great addition. Jack Delaney's going well. Mark McCarthy played well the last day. So look, we're in a good place going in. There can't be any excuses. Um, yeah, you need to hit a new level, won't you? Going on that group, you know, going on your group performances there. The Kilran felt. You know, it looked like strong form at the time. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it might not have turned out that way. You were just doing what, you know, Ross Graham. Uh, well, I, I always just said to anyone that we softened them for everyone else, you know, at the first day <laughs> out. <laughs> but uh, look, yeah, it was a bit of a false result. But look, we got great confidence from that. Um, probably should have won by more than, what was it, 10 points. Um, so look, we, we've a fairly balanced team. It's been fairly steady all year, haven't picked up any major injuries. Um added Mark McCarthy in after being suspended the first day. Everyone's hurling well, they're hurling to the system, the lads haven't well organized. So look, I if we lose the game, I don't think we'll play badly. So it'll be up to Clenalty. They'll have to play a good game, I think, to beat us, but you know, I, get that I, score. Yeah. I wouldn't have much confidence in knockout games, judging on our last few years and but I'm hoping that the lads produce it on the day. Yeah, two more many people's dark horses, so we'll keep it. We'll keep an eye on that one. We won't put you on the on the, on the spot anymore. So that's that's what I was arguing to pick at quarterfinals. But um, Sarsfield is again after another in the Nina's hopes. Our previously our number one, they might have peaked a bit too early in the uh, power rankings there after the, their North win. So Sars, even though I think there was Nina got it back to a point. With about five minutes, three minutes to go, even here, Sars always looked in control. Uh, Sean, thoughts on that one? Um, yeah, another game where we had to grind it out and let you know, let a few subs come on again to pull away nicely, same as did against Knowles and Upshurst. But like, usually impressed by Shawnee Butler, who got his start, not start, and he had four points in the first half, could have another goal as well. He'd offer a knock in the second half, you know, but then you're bringing on the likes of one person there with 15, 20 minutes to go and he's popping over three points. He's setting up scores. He's winning frees. Like, that's what you want to see. Other years, maybe going down home straight when Nia would have got back to a point. You'd be getting worried looking at it. The one to kind of swing with them, they get to seven far, got to go goal. And then Morris had a point in Heffron. And I think they missed the hand you want just after that as well. This ball has fell to the left of the post. So like, they could have been level. Um, but then Billy McCarthy got a cracking goal for us. He finished a 1-2. 
a ball in from Michael Person. Billy, he leapt on the 14 there and he took it in the air and turned and stuck. You know what? A great goal to see. You hardly, rarely see goals that are kind of caught and shook as cleanly anymore. You know, with defending being so good and the ball in was great. But we'd be delighted to get the win. Um, Rona Maher played very well um, for ourselves there. Um, Jake Morris still was very dangerous. Like he Paul Maher's kind of on him, but we'd roll in our front as well. But you, overall, we'd delighted with that. Did you see like Nina's tactics? I suppose they may, may might have made a bit of a hero, Ronan, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, did we? Other teams do it all every year. You see the Park and he's playing there. Like you know, when they got back into the game, they hit a few long balls and won a few frees. Then out in their half back and on the field because the ball broke instead of working through channels, which Nina were doing getting the scores off it. So, but then did they maybe see the lights and said we'll go for it and hit it down and. Momentum was waiting and wait. If you're hitting the ball, Jake, I think you're going to win it no matter who's in front, to be honest, because some of the ball control there was exceptional at the time. with touch like, you know, so they kind of saw it like me with that. But we would like to get the win over Nina because often they've got one over us to mine over the last few years. Absolutely. I should have said this This is, I suppose, at the two finality game. This is a humdinger of a doubleheader in Semple Stadium on Sunday with uh, Sarge versus Drum now, the kind of latter game. Don't have much time to rest in your Lara show and then they'll straight no straight you know, in drum drum tomb arguably the two kind of most likely dark horses if there is such a thing in the Tipperary Championship these days. But you know, two group winners who've done everything you know they asked of them. So like drum drum might fancy this against kind of battle weary stars. Yeah, and we're kind of we're good beside our fixtures there. We're kind of happy canalty on ourselves, got the extra few days on it. We thought one would be Sunday night or Friday night in the stadium, so which would have been a quick turnaround. But Drum now are kind of sitting back watching what we done, you know, kind of seeing that right Shawnee Butler is danger man now, own personal danger man. Like these are lads that we started and came on the bench that other teams might not been aware of. But, you know, it is the kind of element of surprise at times as well, playing them. Um, but ourselves and Drum, Drum were solid enough in the group stages, done plenty, you know, they're all doing enough. But they're, as I said, they're on your drum will stay moving on and they'll get better every game. But, this can be a crack inside the stadium on Sunday. There's no way I'm both can get over, but it's hard to know what kind of we, we could start a few changes again in our team. So, you know, our 15 going out could be a different 15 again than played on last, last Sunday there, last Saturday there. Yeah, we'll have to talk about Jamie, lads. I suppose we have to give him, give him a mention, you know, what a career. Um, you know, in the Tipperary jersey, it's always a funny one, you know, when they're retiring because you will be seeing them, you know, going well on, on Sunday again. But, you know, what a, what a, what a career for Tipperary. Absolute, absolute, brilliant, brilliant, and, and what a man too! Like you'd see, like I know we'll talk about his hurling and all that, and all his great goals and the work he do for the team. Like, but if, what he does for the kids as well, like you know, win, lose or draw, he could be feeling the most miserable in the world after a loss, and he'll still give his time and a smile to all the kids that the hundreds of them that are flocking after them after every match like this you know he he seems like a gentleman it's it's brilliant like but some of some of what he's done for Tipperary over all these years that has been absolutely phenomenal and it's just for me it's 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 another one of our 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 golden generation our all earned winners the the lads that that brought us back in to be relevant again gone and it's just you know, like it's it's one more gone, and but you know, thankfully, in an age of social media and YouTube and all these, you know, like camera phones now are as good as normal ca- normal cameras back in thirty years ago. We'll get to see his goals anytime we want. We'll get to see his plays anytime we want. Like you know, and to 
to finish the championship, finish finish his hurling as the all time top scorer from play is phenomenal, and uh, to score in every round of a championship, including the All Ireland final, is I I don't think it'll be done again, you know, and and the goals he scored that year, that's that's a YouTube package alone, you know, it's, he's been it's a phenomenal really player for the Prairie. Career, Stephen, isn't it, and lads as well. How I think you know, I love to dig into how Eamon O'Shea got him. You know, he credits him a lot, but how he got him to kind of hit that next level, you know, from around 2013 on, kind of, I think confidence was a big thing. And also, I, I think just Eamon O'Shea, as we all know, is just has a ridiculous hurling brain. Just, you know, like the, how he got him to kind of just the space, the movement there. I think, like, you know, for Shamey, like to be able to explain that to kind of younger tips that's kind of coming through as well would be abs- absolutely brilliant like because you know I think he went from you know the career could have the lads you know had his all Ireland medal in 2010 but geez he hit say two levels higher in the middle of the day de- in the middle of that decade you know on fire year in 2016 and then obviously captain the an all Ireland as well but like you know I mean a few injuries kind of slowed him down kind of latter years but geez I suppose it's a real interesting career I think to study yeah, I think he, he always had the talent when he came onto the scene in 08. You could see long rangey lad, loads of hurling, um, big cocky, celebrating goals, all this. Um, maybe the attitude wasn't hundred percent, which can happen with young lads when they when they have ability and they're on a county panel early. But like the, the amount of work that he put into his game when Emil O'Shea took him under the wing, like you forget the player that Jamie you know, has been so spoiled with him over the last ten years, you forget how much work that went in him becoming that player like he always had the ability but geez he settled down so much like and he put in such work like the like the shame he had the last four or five years look at the size of him in comparison to the shame in his early 20s like like he's he was he's easily four or five stone of muscle more than he was when he first came on the scene like absolute unit and it's pure work oh, rate yeah. and like we've seen the work rate he had in the last five or six years as well like whatever about his hurling ability and ability to get scores he always worked his worked his arse off every time he was on the pitch. There was no no bullshit with him. He got down to work, um, no complaining. Just a, a model, model professional in every sense of the word. Apart from getting paid for it, so like we, I think a lot of people were giving out in the last few years about shame. He's done this, that, and the other. But we're going to miss him something fierce, lads, and he's not going to be replaced easy. Forty goals from play, like <laughs> it's absolutely bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to see one like him again. He was, as you said there, kind of what it was different. He got the ball, he seen to where the ball was going, and there was two or three tries to the ball, and he was turning towards goals in and finishing. It was just a goal score, like you know, like replace these lads. Like you might play them in our generation here, but like it was exceptional. And like even the drive in recent years to stay going, stay going, and doing what he's doing well, scoring goals. Like and that's what he does. Like like the postman just delivering letters. Yeah, Mickey Cal on him on Sunday, Sean. I don't know. Can't see anything. Lips are tight. <laughs> you have, you have some plan there. Look at the the champions and a, a few more. That's going to be a cracker as, as well. So, like you know, that's the. Oh no, geez, we have to talk about lock lock more as well. Um, the housewives' choice in against Ross Gray. What a club! Uh, the the standalone the standalone Saturday fixture. So, again, we maybe kind of suggesting the Kildangan game might, might turn into a bit one sided. And you give Ross, Ross Gray a chance here. It's it's looking at the blank faces. It's hard to see it. Um, 
look, I said it about Holy Cross earlier, bonus territory. That's great for well this year. Um, they're looking really good, Nick. Liam England has done a good job with them, like getting them promoted, getting them to a Munster final last year. And they've really, really shoved on this year in the championship. Just look really well organised, have a game plan that suits their players, they're fit, um, and they're confident as well. No lack of confidence with Ross Gray players ever. So look, they're they're going in against one of the best club teams in the last ten years in Lockmore. Um they have zero to lose. Um and Lockmore, to be fair, like they they won all their games in the group, but it's hard to say that they've been outstanding or that they've reached a high pitch. Um so look, they maybe they'll feel that they could cause an upset, but like it's hard to see see past Lockmore in this one if the McGraths hurl anyway well. There's just too much scoring power there. Um so uh, I mean Ross Gray will have a good good crack at it. I'd say it won't be a wipeout, but probably looking at five, six, seven points or thereabouts for Lockmore, maybe coming towards the end. Yeah, maybe even a bit more to be honest, going on what I saw Ross Gray at the end of that tune game when the you know, may I they might struggle for scores and then Lockmore just going to knock them all over. The, the one like, thing is there with Ross Gray, if they come out with a bit of confidence, it's new there have been a quarter final four I know it's something new for these players go out and just play a freedom which they've been doing yeah. so far this year and just try and even the first half rattle them and see what he can give like he yeah exactly no, like they could they have some classy players and classic scores but the problem is Lockmore scores ever from cornerback to corner forward which is you stop one lad you know that popping up scoring eight or nine points yeah. just... the only thing is Lockmore are conceding heavy um, yeah. and Ross Gray have a decent forward line like they've mm. you know Shane Fletcher and He's in top form, like Alan Tynan, and he's playing really well. Conor Dooley cause a lot of hassle in there. They'll have either O'Connor back as a sweeper, so they'll be looking to keep it tight. Hmm. It'll probably be a high-scoring game, but look, Lockmore are capable of hitting at least 30 points, even when they're not playing well. So it, Yeah, it could be like a 330 to 225 or 60. Oh, it could be a massive yeah. score, yeah. Could be, yeah. Right, I won't, and I won't ask you about the um the score in the two game. Sean, that was the Artoom. That one, we presume we're all going for last one. Um, this one has me. I was looking at Canola today, and the more I kind of watched the back again there this morning now, and I, I just had a feeling for Canola, but now my head has turned again. I, I think it's going to be a point either draw. side. I think one of these a point either to, side, and I yeah. can call it. Honestly, so these is going to extra time anyway. So yeah, Stephen, Canola or Tomb? I'm going to go straight in with Tomb. Um, and the reason be I. I think Tim have been flying it this year, you know, and the laws have the laws be um held in the highest esteem for me anyway, because you're growing up watching them Lord and Tipperary, like you know what I mean. But Canulty, I think they have that small little monkey on the back of this is you know they're fighting relegation even in this match. You know, if they lose this going to rel- that that small little monkey is going to be there until either they go along and win the county or they're bet. And I think. At that level, Tipperary Championship quarter final, can they put all their energies and focus into one thing only, without thinking about relegation? And it's I I don't think they will because the reality is they're probably not going to win the county, you know. And so there there's there's going to be a part of them that's thinking about the relegation semi finals, and I think that could just knock a little bit of an edge off penalty, and that's why I'll go with Tumivara as well. As I, I just think they're slightly better this year. And the uh, drummer Sars. Oh, Jesus. Um, all I can say is I'm looking forward to it. I just, how could you call it? Um, 
two teams that absolutely hate each other, two teams that are playing well, <laughs> two teams that have key players, big game players. Um, like you're talking about extra time here. Is this not a prime, prime game for extra time? Because we go the whole way to penalties. Oh, it's going to be some match, I'd say. They were and you I just... battled in the top of climb then. Last man standing wins then. Absolutely. <laughs> Sean will be in there too, right? Off the, yeah. Out of the dugout. Um, but like, I was looking at the, I was waiting for, you know, Finton O'Toole puts up the schedule for the matches during, during every Monday evening there on the 42. Mm. And I was like, Jesus, like they could do worse than putting Turles and Drum on, on TG Car live. because like, it could be some match. Yeah, it's um, really giving me one showcase in the championship. Not only two good coming. hurling teams, but they'll be cutting lumps out of each other as well. So it should be a really top championship game. I I think Turles might sneak it. Um, I think Drum, right, they topped the group with two games played. I don't think they were planning on getting as big a trimming against the Brackens as they got. I don't think they were planning on even losing that game. But they went into it fair complacent with a fairly strong team out. Like I don't think they were, I think they were missing maybe one or two players. Got an absolute clipping, and they haven't played a game since. Um, actually, they played football and got a clipping off of Clonmel, so it wouldn't, wouldn't have done them any good. Um, but I think Turles are, you know, you're you're talking about teams being rested and whatnot. But would you not prefer to be a team with a bit of momentum coming through a battle against Nina, um, bringing players back like Owen Purcell? And I don't know if Paddy Creedon's going to feature or not if he's if he's out with a bold corner for this game. But um, I, I, maybe Turles. Maybe Turles after extra yeah. time. We'll take that. We'll take that as Turles. But look, plenty to look forward to. Right, lads. Premier Intermediate now. We've got over this there. St Mary's went out against the impressive Gartnahu second half performance there after overcoming mine midweek to make the preliminary quarter. I suppose unlucky enough to be drawn in that preliminary quarter, being the having to play that game midweek. But look, those are the breaks. Gartnahu. You know, kind of very slow out of the blocks, I'd say, you know, in, in that first half is very heavy up in uh up in mine and Mary's maybe the, the legs kind of went a bit the last 15, 20 minutes. Look when Gartner Who hit the front with the second half goal that Mary's the kind of the energy was sapped out of him. But look, Gartner Who are a very good team. Gartner Who and Cashel on I have to check when this is on. It's on on Sat- yeah, Sunday. 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 Yeah. 3.45 and that's Holy Cross I still fancy Cashel for this lads even you know I, I think Cashel I think they're just a very good team I haven't seen them both they'll play and they'll have they'll have the two Ryans back as well from suspension Devin and uh, Nathan it'll be, a, it'll be a fair push on for them yeah. um, but I, I, you know Cashel still have a lot to prove like the, this team in knockout games haven't been good like they went they went to play Burgess last year in Bursley and Burgess weren't hurling yeah, well, and um, they were expected to win that game. And when it was put up to them, they they fell apart on the day. Um, you know they done well getting through the group um, with the suspensions they had and all that sort of thing. But you know, Girton who are a good team, and they're a team that were in a, a final only last year. Um, I think they might be missing their captain now. I think he went off injured. Yeah, David he Holland. limped off. Gee, he looked bad enough there. I think it was an ankle injury or something like that. So he do well to have a week week turnaround. Yeah. Um, so it might might be a big difference, but I I don't think there's going to be much in this game, whichever way it goes. Yeah, Stephen, any thoughts? Um, on I think Cashel's biggest 
pro- uh, not problem, but biggest obstacle now from here on in is dealing with the weight of expectation. You know, I don't think they went to any of the games now as underdogs, and and I'll talk about Gorton now in a minute, but I think Cashel will win to most of their games. You know, favourites are, if they're not favourites, they're very, very, it's a very even affair. And I think dealing with the weight of expectation, like, you know, they've huge numbers, great setup. They're a one-town team. They're a one-team town. You know, like, they, they have to be making inroads. They have to be, you know, they were probably one of the favourites last year and they blew up against Burgess when Burgess, you know, as as Enda said, when Burgess put it in, sold it into them. You know, they they stood back. They can't afford to, to stand back because Gorton Ho are not going to stop. You know, they're going to keep going. I watched them a lot last year. And if you remember in the county final last year, although Ross, Cro- Ross Cray were, looked the better team, and all, but they worked themselves in a position that it took the Ross Cray goalie to push off, pull off one of the saves of the year to keep Matt Bay, you know, when they got it down to to uh, in a score or two. Um, so they're an excellent team, they're, their own selves. Um, they'll fancy it going up here. You know, they'd have that that game Wednesday night. Will 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 the game Wednesday night take it out of them a little bit? Possibly because I do believe uh not, not Wednesday night or the weekend. Um they had to put in a big shift there to get over Mary's. Um but look, I, I suppose weeks recovery they'll take that. Um I think can can Cashel deal with the expectations. If they can, I think they'll get over. They've they've a lot of good players. But if they go into that game anyway complacent at all, I think Gartner will turn them over. I have to say that as well. It was a great double say from is it Timmy Dunn, the Gartner Hill captain, kind of midway through the first half. Or, you know, second turning point there because if you built up the lead for Mary's, but geez, a great double reaction save to prevent the goal, knock the second one over for a point. But like, it was fantastic because he was the lad, I suppose, kind of overcarried for the, the last gasp, killing all points, you know, to put him in the... Put him in the preliminary quarter final, but there was a fair bit of redemption there. He next him came kind of all all around as well. So uh fair play to him. Sean, I suppose just treating certain in life, debt, taxes, and Turles Arshi is going out in the prelim or in the quarter final of the preliminary or the premier intermediate. So what's going to be different this year? If you draw Carrick Swan to Jules Burgess. <laughs> Burgess are again can you call them all yes. my dark horses this year this year this but, is a Saturday yeah I will, they're kind of done known this year with the results that group they're in it, that group they're in was a strange group looking back at it. like it's hard to know where you put them at that they're safe in the last round Newport Silverminds are fighting out for relegation they just came over they only had a small win over Silverminds other than the first round was I think by Pinefield all like last day they're true but it's 3-12 to 11 or 12 against Canonic Henny but we don't know birds kind of unknown to us, but these Nartines in this, like Laura, um, and them like they're they're gonna be solid, good hurlers, like you know, are coming up against 15 solid players, and we need our full strength and maybe a few lads come up from June Ray to step up there on Saturday there and birds three o'clock to kind of get a win here, but we'll be going in as pretty underdogs anyway, but probably always there, but we have to try and get one all run one of these games. And uh, are Burgess actually any good? Because are they just beaten? <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're they're hurling well this year. Um, they were beaten by Lauren in our final. Um, in what was a very good game, but you know, Lauren are no slouches. They're going really well themselves. Um, they 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 have Stephen Murray there. He's always been their marquee player, and he's still scoring heavy. But a lot of the loads been taken off him. Stephen Corbin's really stepped up there last in the last six months. 
Um, he's about 23, 24 age age bracket, and he's scoring really heavy from play. It's turned into a big unit. Um, and he's going to be one that need watching from Turles perspective. Um, they'll have done a matter back fit. He's been kind of coming and going off the team the last two months with different knocks and suspensions and whatnot. So he'll be fully ready to go. Um, but what you have in Burgess is you've a really solid 16, 17 players. Um, after that, if it gets down to the nitty gritty, maybe Turles have a bit more off the bench. But look, Burgess are a decent team at this level. Um. Probably in the top four for me. Um, so like it'll be hard for Turles to get the win here, I, I'd say. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've only seen Turles once this year, but like I didn't see the, see them when um, Mikey Cattle was in the team. It made a big difference, Sean. It's a um, centre-back, is he? Yeah, centre-back. Kind of, that, that kind of experience there. And younger lads around him are rallying with him as well, which is great to see. Again, Sean Trace there, the right game. But like, Mikhail now, he, he's like, you know, he has to walk and do it again and Burge be another level up from Sean Trace again on this. Like, that's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably won't be easy for Burgess now. I wouldn't rule Turles out completely now, but I'd imagine if, if Burgess get good performances out of the, the two Stevens and Donna Maher and Johnny McQueen, they should probably yeah. be winning it. Um, but, you know, it's all under there. It should be it should be a good game. Two solid teams like what I've seen this year. No, it should be a right crack of a game. It could be as good as that kind of senior game, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. we're not like, you know. You'd be happy with your three point defeat, Sean, and another another solid year. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but bemoan bemoan losing a few players to the senior team might have cost you get you to the holy grail of a semi final. So um <laughs> Stephen, the big one. Home of Harlan Connell, Swan and Killing for the hundred and eightieth time since yeah. the last 10, ten years on the field. And, and well, as you say, the 180th time, I think the familiarity of the whole matchup I think suits the Swan. I I think the, the Swan are going to come away with this with a win. Um they've had the measure over kill uh, over killing all down the last ten or fifteen years, you know, they've made the breakthrough in a in a South Final in two thousand and ten. Uh, yeah, 2010, they bet Kilnall and they bet him a few years later in the South Final. They, they could have bet him even in a third South Final, I think, in um in Fedot there one year. Um but you know the the game up in Clamel, the earlier game, the South Final this year, actually, although Kilnall won it, you know, Swan nearly pipped at the end, bar a couple of wrong decisions. I'll probably get a bit of flack for that again for saying that. But <laughs> I um, know they're definitely wrong decisions. Do you know, um but they had they had him on they had him on the rack, you know, coming into the home stretch last few minutes. Now, look, if it's a win, another windy day 
and they get the win in the second half, Kieran Lundigan's pockets are going to cause anyone trouble, you know, like, um, but they're great. Anyway, they'll, they'll take a lot of confidence from the first day because they, they did, they dropped a kind of a soft goal into the back of the net as well, you know, and look, as they said, if they had their time back, them two shots at the end of the game probably would have been different, you know, and um, I just, you know, I just think, um, I just think they have the measure. There's never a fear of the Swan, like when, when they're playing Kilnall, they don't fear them. They, they love playing Kilnall, you know, and, and I don't think it's the other way. I don't think Kilnall enjoy playing the Swan I as much. I think be happy enough with that draw. I know what you're saying. It's hard to get a read on how, like, the the Swan result versus their all kind of, you know, the the amount of which they bet him by took me by surprise, but it's hard to know how what Aero were at this year. But like Kilnall yeah. are definitely kind of they seem a lot more solid than this year or than it, other it, years. For me it was a strange enough old group because I, I, I was actually extremely impressed with Sarsfields against the Swan until they send it off. I thought they were excellent, you know, and I was thinking to me like if if they I'd I'd I don't believe they would have lost the game if they didn't have the man sent off, you know, and they even had enough chances to win it while down a man, but Swan dug it out. Um, so, you, you know, but then they had the, the first round game, they threw away a five point lead, you know, so I suppose what you could call that group was, you could probably call it inconsistent. You know, they're, they're, all the teams had good days and they had bad days and they had good times and bad times. So it, it is hard to get a good read of the teams coming out of the group. But I just think the whole familiarity thing with between the South teams, the, the Swan have the edge on most of them, you know. They, they've, you know they, they're they winning underage against these teams all, all the way up, you know. And more often than not, they're beating them in senior as well. So, but then I suppose... The, the question mark will Bubbles the wire be playing you know mm-hmm. he'll obviously bring a huge boost to, to Kilnall and nobody knows is, nobody knows <laughs> the best kept secret in Harland <laughs> <laughs> you know but 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 he'll be a huge asset if he's playing because whether he look he, well, he's not going to be fully fit we know that because he's out so long but uh, like we mentioned with Jamie Cannon his latter years when he's on the field he's going to take minding you know and so it'll be I, I think it'll be a cracking game to be and there'll be a great atmosphere. There's always a great atmosphere in these two. So it'll be a cracking game now, but I'm gonna give the Swan the edge. And I'll give the killing all. So we'll agree we'll agree to disagree there. I'm funny, I'm the funny behind the Robins of, this the year. Small now. field to suit the Swan though. Me <laughs> and Sean looking in are like never bet on a South South Derby ever. No, this is this game I, I couldn't call. This is like I do say this would be different a group game for these both teams. They know each other so well, like you know, like it's probably a draw and either kind of wanted maybe as well, but they couldn't call it. Fatten killing all, I think, kind of do a bit more this year to my case. The final game. Do we need to discuss this one, Laura? Our flying it number one. Um, yeah, Laura, number one in the power rankings. They're not getting off number one, I think, any anytime soon. Clan Kenny have drawn the, the short straw having to play him. Laura are flying it. I still think they they won't. They won't be lifting Seamus O'Reilly lads come the end of the day with, with their maybe leaky defence, but uh, they, will they have enough to get over this one? You'd imagine they will have enough. They're hurling fairly consistent stuff, you know, and they've as good a forward line as there is in the division. Bonner and Colin Forbidy really. And um, the McIntyre's um, really, really good players sprinkled around the field. Um. You know, like I wouldn't be writing off Clonakenny at the same time. Like the last year, they hurled really well for 
for the championship. Um, I think they've been kind of they've been kind of behind the eight ball this year with Keen O'Dwyer has been kind of on and off the team with small injuries here and there, and he's your marquee forward. So, um, they have a good set of backs with Willie Ryan there. Um, there with Ryan, you know, John Joe, John Joe Ryan, all these boys, experienced players at this level. Good fourteen or fifteen players, but yeah, nice. hard to see them curtail and Delara attack too much. Like they're just they're playing so well. And Ken Hogan yeah, is just wonder why because Lara can throw in a bit of a stinker. It was a money goal that bought them extra time last year in the intermediate. So yeah, and they didn't play minor. particularly well even the last in the last. I know they were they were true already, but against Portrood, it's tight enough now considering the players the Portrood are missing. It's only three points they didn't finish, but um. You know, Ken Hogan is a fair operator, lads. He'll have them humming. Um, mm. They won't go out under a bad performance, I don't think so. You know, it'd be hard for Clan Kenny, but it probably won't be as uh, one-sided as people would think. And speak, speaking of Port Road, have any of the lads back for the relegation to Tracy's this weekend? I think I think it's already sewn up that mine are going to go down. Yeah, I so, on last so Wednesday night they were absolutely awful. Again. I've never seen anything as bad, Kevin. Um, like considering that they played fifty-five minutes with fourteen players, and in that time, you completely blitzed them coming up to half time. Like, like, like they just don't know. They're, I, they look like a team that are poorly coached because, like, there, there was the same situation in the Cashel game in the first round, and they just didn't know what to do with the extra player. It was like. It was like a free for all that there was no instruction given. They didn't know what to do with spare players, um, and they're probably just they're probably just too hopeful of Connor Bow and Gerard O'Connor pulling out the pulling yeah. pulling them out of the fire. Like it's 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 not good enough at this level. There, like I just can't. Like we said it in the group after the match, watching it, I can't believe how bad they were. Tried Tossy Hamill up full forward that night and just didn't work. It was like a. It was like the the last the dying dying embers of a, a team that know that they're going down and just one last hail mary punt and see if it works. They're going to need to do something very different, I think. Uh, but like the only reason I don't have them as automatic, I think going on the performances I've seen when they've been atrocious is, I suppose, the two lads on their team sheet at this level. Connor Bow and Garrod O'Connor. Like, I don't think he was fully fitted against Mary's, maybe kind of yeah. moving. So, like, again, an extra couple of weeks for our next 10 days might make, make a bit of a difference there. But, like, they're, I, they're two game winners, like, aren't they? Like, if they can click against Newport and they can win, but like, what we're seeing the fire, they haven't, like, you know, they've done the off, like, but they're due something, like, for relegation games take a different them. angle altogether, don't they? It's, it's mentally these games now are they're, they're starting ball centre back. I think it's a waste of time. I think you just go top heavy for these two games. Full forward, centre them. forward, ball Connor yeah. mm. Two of them in the half forward line. Or, yeah. Go Make top heavy. Mm. Get them score heavy. Put Hamill back in the backs, maybe. Put Tossy Hamill full back, put Kieran yeah. Light centre back, put the two boys in the forwards and go for it. Like. Go His for ball it. is not working centre back. He's not centre back. And um, he's just completely out of the game there. And he doesn't know how to He's not. A, he's not. She's just not a defender. He just doesn't have the instinct there. He's better running onto ball, going towards goal. Um. So I think just go top heavy with the two boys and hope for the best. But Newport find themselves here again. That's you know the definitely a team. You know not, not playing to the sound of their parts again. Um. Probably 
I don't know if there's an easy draw draw on this, but as I said, maybe kind of mine mine might be in a bit of disarray. But geez, I, yeah, I'd probably fancy mine in this. To be honest, overall Newport were just so bad against Borges in particular. They just and, like, I think they scored and ten. Really as bad as mine, though. I you couldn't say yeah. that, like. I know I, I could see one. I could see one either of these teams winning it by ten points. You know, <laughs> just like, I don't think this this will be close. Could be wrong. It's going but, to be a case of who is the least bad on the yeah. day. Because they're both playing so poorly, and there's no confidence there. And um, I think that semi final is in marked contrast to the other one where I think Tracy's will turn up and I think Port Row will turn up, and it's who can grind that out. That out, like I just think, as you said, Port might be still suffering from you know the few absentees might be crucial. I think that Tracy's have been very competitive in all their games this this year. Once again. They're just kind of lacking that that extra kind of maybe that marquee forward or whatever just to kind of see him through games. And I think Porter blessed that the likes that that mine I like I I nearly put all my I put my mortgage on mine going down. Um, but like they're Porter lucky that mine are in it because uh, if mine weren't in in the competition like like they'd be gone. They're they're so stuck for numbers this year and if as far as I know there are two or three injuries coming into this game as well and. Are just they've absolutely obliterated their junior B team this year, trying to get lads on the pitch and fill gaps and trying to find a formula to get get the team playing well. Um, they could have done so badly with Rowan Mulroney and AJ Willis. Mm-hmm. I have a funny feeling if they lose, if they lose to the Tracy's, I'd say they'll be paying for a playing ticket for Rowan Mulroney to come back and play in a relegation final. Uh, AJ Willis made the mistake of. Uh, Doing a full transfer to New York, um, rather than just doing the holiday one, which is, he's been back in the country for the last month, <laughs> just watching the matches on the sideline. It's cruel. Um, yeah, don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, I could have been. How, a big how did that happen? Who? I don't that? know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he thought it through. To be honest, um, like he made geez, some difference now at this level, like, like just in these games, like oh, unbelievable. Yeah. He'd, be, he'd be one of the best forwards in the grade, like if he was yeah. playing. Um, so they're just desperate to hang on, lads. Uh, they'll do anything for a win. But they're, in fairness to them, they're always a club that when their backs are against the wall, they'll, they'll dig out some sort of a result. So they'll be hoping yeah, they can cling to that. That's what I, I think there. That's why I, I, I do think that they will get out of it. But, geez, yeah. again, I, I couldn't call this one. Right, lads, we better move on to the intermediate grade again. There's a probably, Stephen, you're going to grimace when you see this quarterfinal pair in Drummond Inch and Golden Kilfeekle. What might have been? Give us your brief thoughts on that one first. Yeah, um, look, playing against Drum, I thought I actually thought they were an excellent team. You know, we played we played against, we played Golden in a, in a in a challenge earlier on in the year, and look, I know you can't read that into challenges, but you can kind of get a, a small little look at the team. But I think the over reliance on the two lads inside, um, uh, say their name for me, Leamy, and there's another young fella there. I can't think of his name, Paul, but they were they were excellent. They're excellent players. But it it was it was easy. No, that's that's the wrong word. You can you can get an idea of what they want to do very early, you know, and it's feed them boys. But I think the 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 further out the field you go, I suppose the level wouldn't be as high as like a Leamy and and the young the other young lad inside. I'm not forgetting his name, but I think Drum have that level throughout the field. You know, I think they're an excellent, they're an excellent team, and the runners from deep, um, the runners from deep can do you serious damage. You now, and they, 
it was we, we got off the hook a couple of times against him when from with one of the runners from deep. I think one of the midfielders, you know, he loves that out late run, but um I'm not sure who they might have lost to the seniors if they've lost lost anyone, but um you know, it's it's a what if one point away from qualifying after the second game. Um and look, to be honest, if we were in Trump's position, if we won the group, I would have I would have fancied our chances against Golden. They they were the team I would have probably preferred to get most, and I think I'd Drum fancy a lot of teams chances the against same. Golden. You know, and I think I think Drum will come out comfortable winners. I'm that as one. popular as ever in West Tip, and I think that Nakavilla could be under big pressure against Borland as well to make me popular in Kickham's country too. Um, I think the form of that group might not be the strongest. Your own group, Stephen. Um, yeah, well. I, I again I, I'd have Borland the favourites there because um Nakavilla struggled they struggled against um Aravale in the second round uh, of the game and you know just talking to a couple of drum lads they were they, they were saying no I know it's probably making excuses but they said they felt they performed extremely poorly in the first day and uh, hence the draw was with Nakavilla. But in fairness to Nakavilla, they were excellent against us. But it would take, but that was we were extremely poor as well. So it's very hard to get to get a good read on on Nakavilla and what they'll what they can bring to a quarter final. But I'm going to focus more on Borlan, and I think they've they've been well drilled the last year too. They you know they they we talk about cash with signings. Borlan have got in some excellent signings there at the start of the year. You know, in the Dwyers, um. So they'll be they'll be well drilled. They're they're actually going really well. Um, they've they've had a tough group with Kilchilan and Money Gall, so they'd be well primed for the county quarter final. They did a good and challenge match win as well there last week against a team in a higher grade, so that they'll be happy enough with Borland. Yeah, I I I'd give Borland um the fa- I, I I I I expect them to win comfortably in uh, in the county quarter final, and they'll be there they're about to now come come the final of it. Any major any major feelings on those two lads, or will We'll no, I mean, similar. I beat fans from Borland as well. Cover that easy. Um, good win in the mid as well. You know they're coming strong. Players brought in, developed underage. Well, coming up. So I fancy Borland, Captain, Roma. Ah, what a game! Don't know. Hard to and, uh, goal and watch those up. We got a we got a good comment about Borland there on the Instagram page a few weeks ago. <laughs> somebody was asking, "Is there anyone from Borland playing for Borland this year?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're going well. Like my brother, my own brother's involved there, and he he reckons that they're going right well. Um, so they're in a good spot, and I don't like they topped a very difficult group. Like it was the group of death in the grade, like so, for hurling well. And if yeah, you go young lads there, so yeah, it's hard to see. Past the old North clash, Barca yeah. against another talking team, Money Goal. Any chance for Barca Kane there? Yeah. I think Barca can give this a good rattle now. Winning it might be another thing, but they played in the North Championship um, during the summer and Barca can didn't show up. They were a bit after, after five or six minutes. I think Bonigal had two, three on the board after five minutes to no score and they were just, they ended up hammering them. Um, but Barca can, fairness, have settled down since, played really well in the group, scoring really heavy. I think I think they're the highest scoring team other than Kilsheelan. And that's only because Kim Sheelan have an extra match played. So they, they've really settled down in fairness. The Larkins are playing well there. They're scoring real heavy for them. So it won't be it won't be a wipeout like it was in the North Championship. Um, but you'd have to say money goal. 
done well to beat Kilsheen in the last year. They were missing a few players. I think there, there was a few lads gone to a wedding, which is usually a, a Carrick Swans problem, but uh, they're, they're, they were they were gone out of the country. Brendan Tuohy and um, Kieran Quinlan and um, I think Carl Hogan was missing as well. So they were missing three starters and they still managed to win, which is fair tipping. Um, you know, they're a fairly good team at this level, so it'll be a close-ish match, but I'd say money goal might pull through in the end. Yeah, and I suppose Capo Capoy Kilsheed and probably the tight around there. Um we have given you know, we've kept them low enough in the power rankings. You know, if they win this one, they're definitely a comp- they're definitely a a main contender for the championship, but it's gonna be a bit tough. You know, Kilsheed and good win at the weekend again against Kahina Rinky. Probably only a four point margin, I think it was in the end. So they needed a couple of goals there to see him over the line. Um very competitive this one this one here with Cap White hurling well. Yeah, Cap White going very well this year and you know getting some some um some good wins. I I, I wasn't at the game there now and the midweek game could have took a bit out of but when I heard the result and the closeness of the game was Keener Inky, especially after seeing him earlier on in the year, I'm very surprised with um with Kilsheel and was it a bit of tiredness to Kilsheel where Skeener Inky did they throw this kitchen sink at him but you know, after coming out of a tough group and, you know, they had the midweek preliminary quarterfinal and then, you know, they got over Skeener Inky. They also have football as well. They're, they'd be a serious football club. Could could a little bit of tiredness be setting in at the wrong time? You know, that, you know, I, I was very surprised with the, the closeness of the game against mm-hmm. Skeener Inky. Look, I, I've seen Skeener Inky start the year and they were, they were terrible. You know, I know they've turned it around. They got out of the group. I, I wouldn't have been overly impressed with the group they got out of. Um and that's not to take away they had a job to do and they did it. You know, but I, I suppose it it it'd be one cause of concern for Kashil and going into the game that they probably didn't get over the Skeener Inky game as comfortably as they want as they probably would have wanted to. Um, you know, so like Cap White will be fresh, they're well drilled, you know, they 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 came out of their group handy. They topped the they topped our group like you know and More for fun as they'd well. be they'd be confident they'd be confident yeah. going into this game big time you know and look Marky Ho's Marky Ho he's going to score five or six points uh his brother Barry huge yeah, huge player was, for him he was on the bench against Money Gall was it so maybe I think that was only yeah. only carrying a knock as all just resting him you know um yeah. he he'd be good Butler weekend. was actually quite good against Money Gall as well he's a good joke there already in his first year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm sure yeah. after that, coming off the strong as a horse too. Mm. Yeah, you know this will be a good game. This I think this yeah. will be this could be one of the toys around. This will be a cracking game this weekend now. Pity it's actually not in the double header and the the Carrick one anyway. On the that one's on Saturday at two o'clock in Care. Relegation here. There's definitely one handier match. Uh, of of the two, it's Kildangan who will be trying to avoid the. Doing the double going down from Premier Intermediate, I think it was last year. Um, they face Shannon Rovers, probably unlucky. We spoke about that kind of group of debt with Phil Sheelan and Borland in it. So Shannon Rovers were the unlucky team out there, finished last, and then the other semi-final upper church last year's junior A champions against Aravel Rovers were probably perennial relegation candidates at this at this level. So it's a you know that looks a bit of a final there for our Ar- and Upper Church. You'd fear for the loser that one. Yeah, it's uh for me it's a de facto final, isn't it? Um, 
you just probably have Upper Church just struggling big time to score. Um, I think they've only averaged 14 or 15 points this year per game, which is incredibly low. That's a half time score for most club games these days. Um, and it's just not going to be good enough. Like our, our Vale just have a couple of marquee players that might see them through. Johnny Ryan and Mikey Dwyer, pretty good players yeah, at this level. Um, with Upper Church, they're in senior relegation as well now, you know. So yeah, all all the all the eggs will be in that basket. You're saying so they might pull a few lads as well, but um, yeah, they done well to get up to win the junior county last year. But in fairness, they lost a good few of the players that got them to that got them that county title. So it's always going to be difficult. Um, it's interesting in the other match, uh, George Hannigan, um, <laughs> talking out to play against uh, the team he's coaching. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be I don't know how that's going to work. I've been working the last couple of weeks if he's been allowed to take trainings. Um considering he's going to be playing a lot of players he's coaching. So it's uh it's an interesting dynamic and considering that you know so many of the players are overlapping to neighbouring parish and just so many Shannon Rovers people now living in Kiladangan and have ties to the club, so it'll be it's an interesting one. Just uh, I as soon as they appear together, lads, you have to nip that in the ball as uh, as the club. You have to as a, if your trainer is playing for your club, let's he he has to only have one priority, yeah, and that's by hook or by crook, you get your club out of relegation. Um, <laughs> they'd have been absolutely stonewall bananas if they left them train the last couple <laughs> of weeks. If they left them train away their team, my Jesus, madness. Um, I'd feel I I I'd, I'd agree with ended. I think the the relegation finals between between Upper Church and Aravale. Um, I think Upper Church, you know, losing James Barry as well this year, who had a massive influence in the Junior A final last year, would have been a huge loss. And then any lads to seniors, and as you said, they're seniors themselves in relegation. So confidence around the camp, where are they getting it from? You know, they can't get it from the seniors because they are in the relegation. You know. It's going to be a tough one. Um, I found against I found Arvale, you know, they play hurling like a football club, like obviously which they are. They'll work the the ball up to the field. They'll work it so far up the field, but they probably have a bad habit of working it too far. You know, it slow it slowly it it's it's a slow build up play, so it gives the other team time to get back, crowd out the the shooting areas, you know, and they're not getting the shots off quick enough. I think if they can change that. You know, get the shots off earlier. Like a football team wants to bring it into the twenty-one and get the shot off. They had that bad habit I felt against us trying to work it into the twenty-one, get the shot off then. But it's too late then, you know. Um, unless you know they they need to be hitting the the scoring zones from about forty, fifty yards easy. And um, I think if they can get the points away, just keep the scoreboard ticking over. I think they'll have too much for for upper church. That's fair enough. Before we go, lads. Big news down south, I suppose. Big shock in the junior A final. I suppose they'd be sick of me saying it's a, it's a it's a shock when they were backing themselves all year. Clan Malogue, the Ogies, with a resounding win over my Rovers. The goals just kept on coming for them in that first half. I forget what. I think they got seven in the end, was it? Or just they got six anyway. But uh, that's a great win. It's a it's a first junior A south title for Clan Malogue. So Colin will be absolutely delighted. In particular, as I'm sure they all. Will, it's a quick enough turnaround for them now against Holy Cross. So they probably know, got a short straw and drawn Holy Cross that that actually lost to me. Surprise actually Bracken's betting well in that. Um was it well a few points then, but extra time. Extra time. Extra time. Was it extra time? Sorry, jeez. 
We are back as well. Disappointed, Sean, back. if they're if they're sober enough to feed yeah. us, you know. <laughs> I thought really... Holy Cross would be stronger than that. So like now my log now getting Holy Cross in the quarterfinal. You know, they would have preferred probably any other team in any other division, to be honest. Yeah, yeah they're always they're always knocking around in county stages the last five years, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised with uh, Holy Cross. You know they're they're build they're building up now based on their recent underage success. So, you know they're they, you. Wouldn't be surprised at all to see them intermediate if if not this year, but in the next couple of years. But you know, look, my rovers might have a say in that competition if if they kind of re rejig their 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 line out and you know, depending on how the football goes, get a few that's kind of hurling that bit more as well. But you know, we were surely a surprise result, lads, was it? I like it. Yeah, the old worry, maybe you know, talk to Colin there, like you know, he kind of fancied him, but I don't generally know that to. You know the bystanders. I think that that would have been a surprise re- result, really. Kind of, um, junior A, we played against Port last year. All the juniors, and you know the just the difference. We beat Clamalog, St Mary's second team, and my rovers ran shoes for fun for goals. Like so, you know, just the difference in condition and all that kind of stuff. So it's surprise, but you know, on you see it like the likes of Kieran Barrett though for Clamalog. You know they they're serious talent there. Like you know when they when they put it all together. Brilliant! It's brilliant for Clamalog, and uh, for me, it was a surprise. And to you know, to be scoring two or three goals in any final is great, but to be scoring six and seven, it is unbelievable. And it's a nice if if reports are to be true, it's a nice dollop of medicine for my Rovers who are ahead of a South final trained football. You know, yeah. like that's I. If reports are true, they trained football. The last training session ahead of a South final was a football session. Um, look, I granted they're a they're a football club, you know what I mean, and they'll always pay more attention to football. But if your first team's preparing for a junior A South final, um, and you're going to go out football training and your last night's training leading into a South mm-hmm. final, you deserve everything you get on the day. And credit well, to, to credit to Clamalog and the work that's gone in there the last few years. To guess to think that's that my Rovers won a county minor A hurling title. I'd say around twenty thirteen, even twenty fourteen, maybe twenty fourteen, because it was played under lights. I think and Tipper in the replayed All Ireland final that year. So, you know, like if any other club had that, you know, um, we met my lot of times up, up along the sixteens and fourteens and minor. Like you know, they're always giving us everything. Like you know, there was, there was a time there with their underage teams. They were they were excellent. Harland, they were Winston winning. The Parks, all these yeah, were backbone and, you only need to go back two years. I think it was the two years they played a South final out of Dav at intermediate level. Ballangari just down from senior or premier intermediate, whatever it was at the time. They had Ballangari on the ropes and they were the better team in the first half until they got a couple of injuries. And then they got a few more in the second half and Ballangari will take over. But my Rovers were winning that game. They were win- they were the better team that day until the injuries. And I've come up I've come up against them a good few good few times down the years. When they applied themselves in Hurland, they're an excellent hurling team for the for for an inter, for the intermediate grade, but it's far easier for a, a hurling club to play football than it is for a, a football club to play hurling. If you take your eye off the ball like they're doing it, or paying scant regard like they did on a a Friday night training session ahead of a South final by kicking football, then you're asking for the hiding they got at the weekend, you know, and and brilliant, brilliant for Clamello, but. Uh, the Hurling men exactly in my life, the yeah. exactly. So there's something big there to be won, like you know, 
Um, mm. if if they apply themselves, I'd still think they might have a a say in the county yet. Um, I think they won't be getting. Clamalo will suffer from the hangover all week. Mm. You know, they'll they'll be hungover for the week, and whatever happens the next day happens the next day. But you know, you can't blame them for enjoying this week. What do you think of like having? The quarterfinals in the junior, giving him a second chance. Like, you know, like Clamo went out and bet my rovers, but they could play him again and lose him in the semi final. Sean, if if we didn't have quarterfinals at intermediate level and at junior level, I would have never been able to progress up through the ranks because the both years we won the county, we lost the south final. Last fight, yeah. Do you know, we 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 lost the south final in two thousand and nine to my rovers, and we won the county. We lost in two thousand and nineteen when we were junior. We lost the south final to Skeena Rinky. And we went down and won the county. So I'd be all for it. And I think I think I think that there should be a second chance once you reach a divisional final. Um the, the wider you know, thing there, Stephen, that. might be to look at the structure of the Junior A Championship and to maybe make it an all county championship like the three highest tiers. Now I know there's probably what about 14 teams in the in the south alone. So I don't know, the, the structure of it might the discussion might be on, on another day, but you know I so like the South Junior B has always been a, a joke like but the Junior A I know you see just Grange Mokler finished probably the first week of June if even mm. or the first week of July anyway pretty oh, I, I'd absolutely you agree know, with that just maybe Junior A hurlers are serious as well first teams in there yeah, so maybe yeah, they absolutely. need a bit of certainty over their fixtures as well absolutely I'd agree with it and if they were brought in line to the same sort of structure if the other top three grades are you know you'd have no I don't think you'd have any complaints from the junior clubs you need about five, five or six rounds to play a, a knockout South Junior A, but <laughs> as the division is yeah, defeated. There's only, there's only five teams in the North. Well, it's six now with Bell and Hinch, and everyone plays each other once in the top 14 squad to semi finals. So it's like, it's not a good it's, championship. Like, yeah, plenty six in the mid as well, I think it was. It was it's similar, yeah. Mainly second teams, I'd say, in the mid, is it? And all second teams, yeah. All second teams, yeah. West probably Clenelty are dominating, I think. But yeah, the best bet Latin yeah. in the in the final after extra time as well, actually. For all the West first teams will be down junior in a few years, the way things are going. <laughs> On that note, we better leave it because we'll be getting the love letters in from the West, the West of the county all next week, I'd say. So right, lads, plenty of act plenty of action there. Thanks, thanks a million. As always, we'll we'll chat about the games next week. Sound boys. Look. Oh man, good luck.
when your skin feels nourished and glows. You radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.